It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Welcome back to the Agriculture Conversation on the LaneCast Ag Podcast. Today's show is a Zoom interview I had with Montana Grain Growers Association President Vince Matson. We discussed the spring wheat planting along with winter wheat conditions and how weather is impacting the growing season up near Chester, Montana. Don't go too far. We have a lot to discuss right after these words. You're still raising cattle, and we're still standing with you. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association was the first to call for an investigation into the cattle markets after the Holcomb plant fire in 2019. And we were the first to expand the investigation after COVID-19 hit the industry. We work across all levels of government, ensuring you have the freedom and the flexibility to operate with confidence. Help develop the policy that moves the beef industry forward. Join NCBA and add your voice to that of 25,000 ranchers who are still raising cattle. As a Montana Farm Bureau member, you have access to a lot of valuable benefits. Now you can have your savings on the go with the Farm Bureau Member Benefits app. The app will show you where you can use your membership discounts with Granger, Case IH, Choice Hotels, John Deere, and more. Plus, with the app, your membership card is on your phone for easy access. It's free. Download the app today. Simply go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Farm Bureau Benefits app. Montana Farm Bureau. We care for the country. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this conversation with the Montana Grain Growers Association President Vince Matson from up in Liberty County. Chester is where he would call home. Uh, Vince, uh, you mentioned you got a little rain yesterday and last night and uh, had a little time to actually take a break, join the Zoom meeting. Uh, how are things going up there in Chester today? Yes, we finally got a much, much needed uh, rain that was uh, measurable in the, at least we made it into the tents this time, you know, rather than small hundreds. So uh, um, we, we, we've been waiting for this all spring. It's our first uh, total over a tenth rain in uh, all year yet, this growing season. And it was uh, probably a little late. Um, but uh, we'll take it anyway and give us some hope for the spring crops here. Um, my uh, forecast buddy over there in uh, Great Falls, Jason Laird, was predicting possible uh, hail and, and really gusty winds uh, all throughout north central Montana. But you, you guys didn't get any hail or anything like that. But uh, did you hear of any other producers that really had some severe weather the last few days? did i talked to uh, mitch conan our vice president here yesterday and uh, out of fairfield and uh, he showed some pictures of his, his winter wheat and uh, they did get hail up to golf ball size hail i guess and uh, it was pretty flat and, and it obviously got hit pretty hard um we'll we'll know in the next few days or not probably whether or not it, it rebounds or not but uh yeah, it, it got smacked pretty good, and and I guess, of course, it's a little early to be putting a lot of hail insurance and stuff on, so uh, whether he had that on already or not, I don't know, but uh, it's, it's kind of early for, for some of that weather already. So uh, up up in your area, how is uh, the uh, spring wheat planting and planting other crops going? I know things are progressing pretty well. Um, USDA reports that things are ahead of last year's schedule, especially for spring wheat. But uh, how are things shaping up up there, and uh, how does the growing season look so far? 
And as I mentioned, it's been dry, but there is moisture uh, down lower off once you get off of the, the topsoil area there. So things are coming up. Um, planting conditions overall for this spring were, were pretty good. Um, things moved along pretty fast. Uh, I think for the most part, people are pretty well wrapping things up up here. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of people with much of anything left to plant. I think it's pretty well done. Um, the winter wheat has been a whole nother story. It's had a rough, rough start here. Uh, I think it got going pretty decent in April and then these cold temperatures and then dry conditions. And then it's just been awful windy up here. Um, 30, 40 mile an hour winds day after day and dirt blowing. It's been tough. So that has been hard on the winter wheat. The winter wheat does not look very good. Uh, in fact, we just sprayed some out and uh, replanted a little over a thousand acres here. Just got done uh, Monday afternoon. So um, the winter wheat conditions up here are, they're hanging in, it's hanging in there. It's alive, but it does not look very good. It's way behind, really small. And, uh, but hopefully some of this water will help. Obviously, the Montana Grain Growers Association, along with the National Association of Wheat Growers, have really been playing a pivotal role, uh, being a voice for its members uh, in the countryside out in Washington, D.C. and in Helena. Uh, what, what are some maybe other efforts that uh, these two associations are doing, uh, working on behalf of uh, the producers that are working hard to get that uh, uh, planning finished up and then looking to harvest here this uh, this fall? What, what, what are some of those issues that COVID may has uh, overshined here as of late? Um, the labor issue for sure. Um, you know, all the harvesters that are getting going, many of them didn't get their workers from Australia, South Africa, wherever it may be. Um, most of them, I there's been some news. That I think some of them might be showing up in, in June timeframe. But, you know, we're, that's going to be a month already into harvest on Texas and stuff where many of those crews are already rocking and rolling. So uh, that has for sure affected those people. Um, there's several people in Montana. I know spring planting was, was hard because their people didn't show up. Um, they were able to kind of patch and stitch some things together. Some of them made it work because school was not in sessions and, and their kids were able to come help drive tractor and drive truck and a few other things. So there was some fill in there. Um, but from the supply side, um, I know on our farm, you know, you, you had to plan ahead a little bit more, maybe make some calls, make sure it's, it's on track and delivery might just be a, a day or so behind or something. But for the most part, um, it's been pretty much business as usual uh, up here. Um, you know, I can't say I've had a, had a real issue with it, but it's just, you do have to plan a little more, I think, and know, know the world we're living in right now. Mm -hmm. No, I know a lot of folks uh, got a lot of benefit from having their uh, PE course be uh, uh, working cows or going to help planting for a lot of those kids. But uh, events, uh, as we look here into the spring, summer, and, and fall, obviously we, we hope we can all get together in, in Great Falls for the Grain Growers Convention uh, coming up uh, in November. November or December? Everything's running. December. December. Yep. Yeah. Uh, first part of December there. Yep. Um, 
But uh, what, what are some other things that you would just maybe like to, to share with your fellow producers out there and just an update from the Montana Grain Growers aspect of things? Well, we had a board, executive board meeting here about a month ago now, and uh, we unfortunately had to cancel our uh, annual golf tournament in Calcutta that we normally do in June, first week of June, um, which is always, it's, a, it's a, one of our major fundraisers for our organization and also just a great time. It's kind of a little summer break for us farmers to get together and blow off some steam and have a little fun and play some golf. and catch up and and uh that was uh, it was a hard decision to make and and unfortunately we just couldn't see an easy way to make it work that was that was going to be financially beneficial and socially acceptable to everybody you know so um so that has been canceled um, we're also doing our uh board meeting that coincides with that golf tournament over zoom um, so I think that's open to the public. If anyone wants to join in on that meeting, um, contact the Grand Gore's office and Lola will get you added to the list. Um, else going forward, I think we are also working on a little bit up here. Last year we were left out of, um, some of the WIP program money because of the drought. We were trying to get into the drought aspect of it all. And we did not qualify in the uh, D3 drought zone area, which uh, in my category, I think we should have been qualified. It was, it was very, very low precip. And uh, anyway, we've been talking with different agencies and we're trying to get a, a better uh, recording and, uh, and more accurate representation of our area up here. Uh, right next to the border. There's kind of a hole up here where there's not a lot of monitoring going on and uh, Last year that that came to fruition and, and left us out of a, a program. So um, Some going forward. We know that a lot of these are going to be connected to that drought monitor So we want to get that problem fixed. So and that that scan spans that kind of hole is from I'd say northern Tool, Liberty, and Hill County is is widely uh, unrepresented in that monitor. So, um, anything else? Uh, I think we're just going to be keeping an eye on crop conditions. There's a crop survey that Grand Growers puts out, uh, I think, monthly. Um, and we use that data to send the national stuff and apply for different programs just to show where everything's going. Um, so more participation, the better in that. So if you're getting those surveys, please fill them out. I uh, will sadly admit I don't fill everyone out myself, so I got to do a better job of that. Um, but uh, I guess after that, I will have to think a little harder or, or have you key one in on my mind here. <laughs> Well, how about, is there any bright spots uh, here in the, in the short term? Um, we've seen a lot of uh, trade successes uh, at the end of 2019, moving into 2020, and then uh, 
all that uh, celebratory mood was, was dampened pretty hard with the impact of the pandemic. But uh, fr from your leadership perspective, from a producer aspect, uh, what, what are some bright spots that the industry can be looking towards as, as we move throughout 2020 and, and looking into 2021 possibly? Oh boy. Um, you know, as a farmer, we always try and be optimistic, but uh, it sure has been, been a challenge. Uh, I, you always keep thinking China's going to do something better with this trade deal that we finally got through and going, or at least phase one of it. And, you know, this, this whole pandemic has just thrown a wrench in everything. You know, it's just has taken front stage and and overshadowed anything good that we had going on for the most part and you know we're we can't travel we can't do the trade team stuff that the wheat and barley committee does a lot they've canceled a lot of them so that's going to definitely hurt uh probably not this year but going forward into the future two three years from now you know those trade teams didn't get to come here and see what we have to offer and take some classes and do some training on our products um bright spots let's let's try and keep going here uh <laughs> um, anytime it rains you know we get a little more optimistic but uh, uh i would say one bright spot i would say is the uh, is how our at least in our area, agriculture has handled this pandemic stuff. I mean, our supply chain largely has not been affected. You know, wheat's still moving. The trains are still going. The elevators are still rolling. Our suppliers, our chemical people, fertilizer, it's still happening. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of product. And uh, so, you know, hats off to the whole, the whole system there. It's it's largely it's largely been successful in this um, time period um boy i don't know the, i can't there's not a lot of price things that are looking very good um at the moment if it wasn't for this i think we've, out of the last two days we might have got a half inch here i think um before that my crops weren't even looking very good <laughs> so um at least at least i i think everything will get out of the ground now so i i i'm optimistic that we'll, we'll make it into june for sure um so uh i'm i'm gonna have to uh, think a little harder on the uh bright spots here lane i don't <laughs> well i had to throw a hardball at you here this morning <laughs> yeah, I didn't wear out my pen on uh, positives. <laughs> but uh, Vince, in general, anything else that you would just uh, like to share here today before I let you uh, go back to look at all that moisture you got uh, over the last few days? Um, no, I'd say, you know, our office is still open and uh, all the board members' phones are still still ringing. And if anyone's got any issues or things that we should be looking at that we're not, we're not um, paying attention to, by all means, give us a ring. Um, Lola and the crew are still, still going at it. So nothing uh, has really slowed us down here. So um, I'm sorry that uh, the winter wheat people, we didn't have more success in this uh, CFAP, I guess is what it's called. And, uh, but we're, we'll look into it here a little bit, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write that number into a budget yet. It's, it's 
going to be a it's going to be a tough tough take to uh to get that one through but uh um you never know what happens you keep knocking on the door and sometimes they open up so um but anyway um for for grand growers and everybody just uh have a safe and happy uh growing season and and hope it keeps raining wherever you're farming and and good luck Again, uh, Vince Matson, president of the Montana Grain Growers Association, zooming in today from Liberty County, Chester, Montana. Again, uh, for more information on Montana Grain Growers, visit mgga.org. Vince, thanks for joining us here today. Thank you, Elaine. All right, for our friends tuning in, thanks for joining us as well. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talk and Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.